I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And I'm Jesse Turner. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. Oh, and hi, Jesse, 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 and Jesse. I didn't realize you had five identical twin brothers. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, did, qu- that's quite a thing. I thought it was pretty obvious. No, why are there so many of you? Oh, I, I got to tell you, it makes things a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> you telling me you went to Japan again just to get yourself cloned so you can set your clones to doing your work for you. Yeah, and I got to say, it is amazing. Amazing. <laughs> okay, I get How do they on. feel? They well, I don't know. I don't. I don't ask them because they're not people. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Yep. Um, so yeah, welcome back once again from the land of the rising sun. Thank you very much. I got a lot of Jinteki influence over there. Oh, pretty good. Be- beautiful place at a wonderful time, and um, uh, people aren't kidding. That's a one of the best places on earth. It's yeah. so cool. So cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks for the welcome back. Um, of course. A little bit worse for wear. I got I got a bit of a cold from the old traveling traveling blues, but I'm feeling pretty good right now. Press on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're gonna hit. We're just gonna talk about Southside Island today. Yeah. But first. Mm-hmm. First. We've everybody's been kind of kind of wondering. It's like, oh, what's gonna what's what what's next, right? Because sure. you know we had this this pretty uh, regular pattern of. A cycle of of data packs. Yep. And then a big box big expansion. Box. We did that, but then we got four of them that kind of covered all the we're, factions. We're out of factions. And then we're like, now what? Sure. Apparently, at least for now, the answer is we're going straight into a new cycle. Okay. And that new cycle is called the Flashpoint cycle. Cool. Yes. So now we were discussing this very briefly before the cast, but what's this one about? It's about twenty three. Very important seconds. That's not very long, Nels. That's not very long at all. But if it's uh, 23 seconds of servers owned by Titan Transnational being Mm. offline so that all the financial transactions that take place during those 23 seconds, of course, it being Wayland, that's uh, that's most of them in the world. (laughs) All those transactions unrecorded. Unrecorded. Trillions of credits just... Disappeared. So that's like you get like some hard laundering. Yeah, yeah. The if, question is if if somehow if somehow someone knew when these twenty three seconds were coming. Hmm. Maybe maybe maybe. So yeah. So the next cycle is all about at least I don't know if the the first data pack is called twenty three seconds. I don't know if the entire cycle is going to be just about that specific incident. But it, but it sounds like we got like a pebble in the pond kind of. Yeah. Thing. So it's interesting, right? They're like you know, well. The first two cycles, Genesis and the Spin Cycle, were just kind of like, as the game was finding its speed and all that, they're just kind of like, eh, it's just about... Yeah, it's about tracing and running and... Stuff! <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> um, and then as soon as we got the Lunar, it's like, oh, this is about a very specific, particular thing. Mm. And then obviously through Sansan and Mumbad, there was, there was similarly anchored in like a very specific, like geographical physical location right but now this is a this is not about a specific location but it's about a specific incident like moment yeah yeah, yeah yeah which is interesting yeah and uh it'll be cool to see like how that how that how keeps that that you know um 
angle for the theme of a sure. data pack keeps like, occurring in, in future expansions. Like, right? are we talking um, both sides get a current that is that 23 seconds and you can only play certain cards during that 23 seconds? Because that's what Oh, man! Off. That would be cool. That'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Man, talk about specifically building jank, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's during the 23 seconds, play these unbelievably powerful yeah. cards. Or there's a normal card that gets better if it is played sure, during sure, those yeah. 23 seconds or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, so it'll be cool to see what that happens. Yeah. But that's not going to be... It's not gonna be for a while yet. Yeah, Let's sure. not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, no, no, nobody started, you know, net decking with fake imaginary cards that are spoiled right. in Germany. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's time to come back. Time to come back to Mumbad. Yep. Because now we're hanging out on Salsat Island. This this looks like Party Central Nels. This is this is this is where everything's cool. Well, not the parties I go to, but, <laughs> but the parties that um I, I hear about and you I see on like and you, you wish you could be making oh, an I entrance wish. to those I, parties. I wish. <laughs> so a lot of people don't, might not know, but Salsat Island is actually, of course, a real place in India. Okay. And it's, it's, it is where the city of Mumbai and another city called Thane, I think, um, is. It's kind of like, you know, how, like, Manhattan is on Long Island, right? Right, right. Okay. It, this is bas- it, it seems like Salsat Island is basically India's Long Island. Oh, cool. So it's this gigantic city that basically takes up the entire island. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Does it got, like, on... Our current time, what's Salsat Island about? Uh, it's about the city of Mumbai. So, so <laughs> and just... like 15 million people live Unreal. there on this island that's not very big. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. So it is It is very, very much India's Long Island. Cool. Which is super cool. Yeah, very cool. But there's also lots of cool, cool, cool cards in here. Yep. Let's, let's uh, start we start off... at the top? Yeah, we should. We should. Let's, let's start off by making an entrance with... Oh! Making make an, an entrance. This is an Anarch card, a priority. I love I love priority cards. I gotta yep. say, they're some of my favorite cards. A big boost, and also they always make you rethink. Like, oh, of course, priority. Because if I could play this at the end, it'd just be crushing. Or yeah, something yeah. Like that. yeah. So, so this is another priority. Plays priority event click. means they have to be played on your first click. They have to, and you can't say mold them back. Correct. That just they're, they're too strong for that. Yep. Uh, two influence, zero cost. Play as your first click. Look at the top six cards of your stack. You may trash any of those cards and arrange the rest in any order. Talk about punk rock tutoring. Oh, yeah. Like, this is great. And we, and we got a, a picture of, I think, this is the Space Princess or Space Kitty Princess? Uh, I don't think so. Because one of the cards in um, uh, 23 Seconds might just be a cyberspace representation. But there is some illustration that depicts a... Space kitten. Oh, that's actually that is just, regal. Oh, and I, okay, that's just actually yeah. like a like a. It is literally a cat wearing a like, crown. <laughs> like okay, so it's like some kind of avatar. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I like that. I like that. Anyways, we have this. We have this very very punky gal stomping into this 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 hoity toity hoity toity party, yes. getting quite a few looks. The flavor's yes. great. It says sometimes in an instant you realize who your friends really are. Yep. And this is great. This is I like. I love stuff like this. It's like severe reactions from people. Um, someone were like, oh, finally, someone's freshening up the party, or someone's like, <laughs> right. who is this? Like, this is some cool stuff, and it's just packed into a card. They can do a lot of cool stuff. What uh, What are some things you're thinking so, about? So, I mean, you, you put this up again, you look at this, and you compare it to something like Inject. Sure, definitely. Right? It's like very similar differences. Inject, you get a, you get a bunch of cards straight into your grip, mm-hmm. but if they're programs, they're going away. Inject costs money to play. Yep. That kind of stuff. So it's like, with this, it feels like, you know, there are some decks that just want to, like, draw, 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 and you don't care, just keep drawing forever. And this feels like this is not no. really what you want from those decks. This is where it's like, you want to get three or four key pieces. Um, and then, you know, if you've got, like, 
Remember back in the day when <laughs> Anarchs had breakers that weren't just Faust? Oh, I think so. Long like, time it's, ago. It's, it's reach, foggy. reach back into the oh, mists of history. Yeah. Right where you're like, okay, well, I'm going to have two Corroders, two Mimics, and two Yogs in my deck. Mm-hmm. Well, once you found one, it's like, well, you don't need the other one. Just get rid of it. Yep. But if you're playing one set, you're like, I want to put that Blackmail on top. Yep. I'm going to throw oh, away that yes. extra Corroder. I'm going to line up the rest of the stuff I care about. And then you're good to go. I love that. Um. Is that those things? It feels especially great in Valencia, where it's like you know sometimes you haven't found your blackmail yet, and you just want it, but because you need that early pressure. Yeah, but it's like it's not really feasible to draw six cards in a turn, and this kind of sort of lets you do that ish. In that you're like, oh, I just want to find one of my blackmails or one of my same old things to bring back a blackmail I already used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I, when you I, dig when... six, that's like you know, uh, like a fifth of your deck, right? Sure, you're you're bound to get to one of the three. You're bound to like yeah. You probably should be <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I always find when I'm playing Valencia, um, I try to out out rush her because I I play like okay, she she could have a blackmail, but if she doesn't, yeah, I can just rush through yeah. her and turn her her entire play. Yeah, so. when she goes turn one, making an entrance, turn two, I'm gonna draw a card that just happens <laughs> to be on the top of my stack now. Click three blackmail, yeah. and you're like God, yeah, really really fast. I mean, there's always you know the option to play this with something like. Eureka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do I do love Eureka next, but 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 then we're talking about a lot of influence changing hands. Yeah, because it's like, well, do you do you pull Eureka with this into an Anarch deck or do you put this into a Shaper deck with Eureka? I mean it feels like you gotta do it with Shaper because Shaper has the much bigger like there aren't any like are you gonna use this to Eureka out a morning star? <laughs> I mean I think that's right. the most expensive Anarch card that exists, right? right and it's yeah. like it's not that much really. Um, but going the other way, maybe, maybe this is the thing that finally turns on, like, Monolith or something. Oh, man. Maybe. You're making an entrance to, like, so what have you been working on? I'm working on this very cool chunk, console. Chunk, yeah. chunk, 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 <laughs> chunk. like, show your cell phone pictures. You're like, yeah. is that your basement? Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. It's a computer. <laughs> um, yeah, in terms of, like, targeted card draw, it, it feels, this thing feels, like, super cool. That cool. You get, you and get, also you get very, very, filtering. very... Yeah. yeah, and very very anarch for another very, yeah. very good theme card. Yeah, I, I definitely like it. Let's go on to some um, seedier locations. Yes. Yeah. So what's this, Nels? The Southset Slums. This card is awesome. Yep. This card is flat out awesome. This th- this card makes uh, archive uh, interface interface cry. Yeah. Even harder in his lonely lonely. So lonely it's card. funny. Like I don't know if you heard this, but I heard that the game is actually ruined now. Oh. That you can't play Netrunner. It's just it's unplayable. It's dead. Because... How long was I gone? <laughs> okay. <laughs> because there's this industrial genomics deck that just, like, it, it will Bill, just it'll just kill you and you'll I, lose forever. I did see a wonderful picture on the Facebook that had a guy who brings right, who an extra two playmats play to, to, to build wide. Right. <laughs> guys, um, guys, this is why you just play Apocalypse. Like, come yeah. on, guys. <laughs> it's right there. The card's right there. <laughs> I actually saw an article about that. I was like, perfect, yes. More people just start playing Apocalypse and IG will be like crying uh but another alternative oh yeah is the salsa slums it is a cd location to install to influence and what it is is once per turn when you pay the trash cost of an access card remove that card from the game instead of trashing it now that's pretty wicked what's this flavor uh underestimate these people at your peril oof like a charis serene 
Um, yeah, so um, there's a couple points of clarification is that, like, you have to be accessing the card. Okay. So you can't blow it up with political, political operative. Okay. Um, and similarly, you have to have paid the trash cost. So if you're imping something, doesn't count for this. But otherwise, when you when you pay the trash cost for a card, this is gone. And it's not like it goes to the archives and then gets removed. It's so, just, so, it's so, just, so I can't like, oh, I'm Jacksoning it back before it. Yeah, it's yeah just no, gone. It's, it's just gone. Um, it does, In, you don't take any damage from hostile infrastructure with this because the, the card is not being trashed. It's just the trash cost uh, is paid and it goes straight out of the game forever. Unreal. Okay, yeah. cool. So these things are just Did disappearing. banished and deleted for all time goodbye. I like that. Um, and since it's once per turn, it doesn't have to be the first thing you trash. And then if you have multiples of these, it's just once per turn for each of them. Ooh, I like that. Man, yeah. like you have this really, really, really cool and almost invisible underground cleaners. Yeah, where stuff just, just kind of disappears. This is cool. I like I like this a lot. This is going to be, when when you actually get rid of that Jackson, he's gone. You can't Jackson back at Jackson. Yeah, which means that probably people will use it, you know, immediately. But if you, if you access it out of HQ or R&D, he's just gone before they can even use it. You know, you can take that Museum of History... <laughs> And relegate it to the dustbin of history. <laughs> and you just make it gone forever. Make that museum um, history history. Yeah, it feels like, you know, any deck that obviously wizard, yep. great. But anyone who's packing scrubbers, sure. especially in Anarch, like you might, uh, maybe you could bring this out of faction if you're really worried about it. Um, sure, it's, okay. It's a little bit tricky because maybe, you know, with Shaper and also Parisia. Because if you're like also paying the trash cost of stuff and you don't have anything that like makes trashing cheaper and easier mm-hmm. you know if you don't have wizard or scrubber or parisia then you're bringing in this but you're also going to be paying the full trash cost for everything and you also pay to install this and this is in your it's deck too- versus another card it's kind of yeah. like Ur. it could it, it could also be a pretty big medical yeah um, it's true but... if you're if you're really worried about those bloody museum decks or sure. just if you if you want to get rid of it you know neh's sand sand city grid and make sure it stays gone right yeah like you can't in- interns back this yep interns like uh what what do you mean boss you can't bring it back with stupid team sponsorship no <laughs> he can't and it's like yeah y'all just leave those team sponsorships up because y'all probably ever gonna leave you with operations in the bin <laughs> deal with it <laughs> um yeah so it's it's definitely cool and it feels like it has a place in a lot of decks right now for sure and it deals with some of the stuff that people have been like shaking their fist about sure yeah, yeah yeah um apparently apparently the theme of this pack is party 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 party, party. love it because <laughs> we also have a very very exclusive party yeah um a kind of consumer grade party yeah, 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 like, yeah i thought about this i thought that kind of, you know the way that priority events are like a label on a card that also describes its mechanic. Yeah. I thought that all the stuff that was consumer grade, that was just kind of like, you know, flavor mechanical shorthand for, oh, these are the cards that you can put six of in your deck. Yeah. But I guess it's just like sometimes they will just say, you could have six cards in your deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, is, which, is, which is fine. So so here we have exclusive party, which is a consumer grade exclusive party. Yeah, it's, right. <laughs> it's, it's a product launch exclusive yeah. party. What to do? This is an event. It's a one influence criminal card because criminals go to all the cool parties. That's true. Uh, draw one card, gain one credit for each copy of exclusive party in your heap. Limit six per deck. Yep. So obviously, if this was just three, you'd have a pretty hard time making a case for it. Yep. Um, and then another mechanical note is that, like, when you play an event, you kind of like put it down in the play area, yeah, which sure, is sure. like this intangible space. It's all of its effects resolve, and then it goes to the heap. Oh. So unlike something like Scavenge, right, where 
scavenge, it's like, oh, well, you're doing it to the program that you're about to reinstall. The difference is on scavenge, it's like trash an installed program and then install. So it's like just it you're just doing what the card says. So right. with exclusive party, the first time you play it, you don't get a credit. Really? Because the one you're playing isn't in your heap yet because okay. you're still resolving it, right? Wow. Okay. So the first time you play this, all you do is draw a card. Okay. So the first time you do it, it's effectively the same as just cycling click to draw a card. Sure. Okay. But after that, then it gets better and better and better, right? Yeah. Then it gets quite good. With, yes. Uh, till till the end of the game when you play it, it's like take <laughs> get five credits and draw a card. Right. For yeah. one click. Yeah. Pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it gets to the point where you know, late in the game, uh, the thing I, I mean, uh, I don't know if I'd put this in or not, just because it's so many. It's a six cards. It's so, it's so like... many slots, and you. Unlike, say, you know, oh, you could have three or four spy cameras and it would also be fine. But this feels like if you don't have all of them, it's kind of not good. So that's like, that's a hefty chunk of your deck. Yeah. But the thing about it that's nice is that, like, it kind of grows as the game goes on. Yep. So, you know. If you're if you're going to late, uh, this is... Exactly. Near hard. the end of the game, you play, like, you same old thing this for five credits and a card draw, it's like... It's not bad. That's a pretty good use of two yeah. clicks. Also, I like um, some people were mentioning the... Uh, you, you put it in Andy so you can actually have it first turn and just bend these so you're actually starting the, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the, the train earlier. You just get them out of the way. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it's the kind of thing where it's like... It, it, it does eat up a lot of deck slots, but maybe it's not bad. Yeah, could yeah. be. So, so guys, remember, it, it pays to go to these parties. That's right. Yeah. And the more you go to, the better they get. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, so now we have another Deva Icebreaker. Yeah. This one, strangely, is in Criminal. And I think this is, is this Criminal's first AI breaker? Uh, I think it is, right? Yeah, I Because obviously Anarchs have uh, most of, <laughs> most them. of them. Shapers, Shapers have lot. Atman, Alpha, and Omega. And one coming in this pack as yes, well. Yes, and another one coming in this. But I think, I'm pretty sure, this is the first Criminal... AI breaker could be what a, what an entrance yeah that's pretty cool the the preserver uh, yeah so what does Vamadeva do Vamadeva is uh drawn by our our pal at Liga yes oh man yeah I I'm pretty sure she she just got commissioned to do all the devas cool and I think she killed it yep <laughs> great <laughs> great work it actually themes with the color of the faction even yeah it's just beautiful all right so we got it's a two strength uh unique program. Costs six credits to play. That is hefty. But criminals are used to stealing money and sure. buying good stuff. One MU, two influence. Um, it's a, it's an AI and it's a Deva program. Pay one, break an ice subroutine on a piece of ice with exactly one subroutine. Pay one to pump it by one strength. And pay two to swap Vamadeva with a Deva program from your grip. Yep. Uh, strength, two. So, pretty beefy. And uh, guys, the list of cards... Uh, sorry, of ice with one subroutine is long. Correct. It's yeah. a so lot of them. Much like the uh, Shaper Deva in the last pack, this is kind of like the complement to that one, right? Well, that one, it's like, that's the one where you break it if it has three or more types. And usually the the ice that have a crazy huge number of subroutines are the ones that have a bunch of different types, right? Yeah. You know, like Ichi is like AP, Destroyer, Bio <laughs> Tracer, Roy, Tracer yeah. <laughs> right? And so most of the ones that only have one sub, it's just like Ice Wall, Barrier. Yeah. <laughs> so these two kind of complement each other where it's like, oh, all the crazy weird multi-sub ice you take care of with the Shaper Breaker and then all the just like kind of bread and butter 
this just does one thing. Yep. Ice, you break with Vamadeva. But that's like, we're talking about Tollbooth, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like Flare, like, like like a lot of those big, beefy sub, single subs, this this is what this breaker's for. Yeah. And so, and because you can do the two-credit thing to swap between this and the Shaper Breaker, you know, it's like, that is actually, you know, and Shapers can pull this in for just two influence. Yep. So it's and like, uh, they just so, SMC So I'm it. seeing mid-run, we're, we're, we're cycling through all the, 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 the Deva yeah. ice. As, oh, as sorry, appropriate. As appropriate, yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting for sure. So do you think you're ever going to drop this for six? Because, like, aren't you aren't, aren't you going to play the cheapest Deva and then, like... And just do the two creds. Then again, you're out. paying six anyways. Right. Okay, so I, I, I'm so, I was just trying to think of, like, what's the... Like, what's... I mean, the other thing is, is like, if, you, if you're... It feels like you could potentially have this in criminal... Uh, maybe. Um, but it feels like importing this into Shaper is really the way to go. And Definitely. with that, you know... Like, with modded and Kate, this thing installs for two, <laughs> right? So it's like, oh, that's nothing. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's... And then you can use your credits off of multi-threader to just pay for swapping this. Yep. So that's that's your rig, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three multi-threaders and the AI Deva of your choice, and you're good. Yep, that's 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 a pretty sweet rig. Yep. <laughs> um, so that's, you know... There's actually some decent flexibility there. Cool. Yeah. So uh, and and uh, your uh, hand's pretty important at that point. Because yes. You don't want to lose those Davas. You do not. In the uh, mid-run or whatnot. Yeah. Because you're um, stuck with whatever you pick. Yeah. <laughs> I suspect, I don't know, because I haven't really drilled through what the other future coming cards are, but I suspect there's going to be one more, potentially an Anarch one maybe, um, to kind of like complete the, the Trinity. Mm. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll see. But it definitely feels like this combined with the other one turns some more stuff on. Yeah, looks like we got a cool uh, AI breaker for our shaper friends. Yes, what's what's this? Not a, not a Deva, not a Deva, but one badass, completely different and weird. Yeah, what's this? Uh, this is Brahmin. So it is a it is a heavy old icebreaker. <laughs> oh. It's forty install. Okay, two MU, Oof. three influence, and is a base strength of not one, not two. What? But three. Jeez, the beef. Maybe the highest base strength of any AI breaker? Uh, I think. Because yeah. almost all the other ones are like zero, one, or two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is so, man, this thing does not it's mess huge. around. It's huge. It's cheap. Like, it's and pretty it's cheap. One credit to break up to two ice subroutines. And then it's two credits for plus one strength, but it's already strength it's already, three. And, 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 and you're, you're already going to have net ready eyeballs. That's so, right. Like. <laughs> That's right. Um, however, there's one very important caveat. Mm. Whenever. An encounter with a piece of ice in which you use Brahmin to break a subroutine ends. You have to add one installed non-virus program to the top of your stack. Okay. Okay. So 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 Brahmin's pretty hungry. Brahmin needs to. Brahmin is very hungry. Got Things it. on the board keep going, getting hoovered back up, which means previously you've had to pay at least clicks, if not clicks and credits, to put those programs down. Yep. Um, which is kind of like the. Okay, well, what do I combine this with? Well, then? well, we can reload David's. Oh yeah, we can we can reload uh, Lady. ladies. Like nah, that's um, true. That's um, true. Um, we 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 also do like maybe some uh, pawn stuff, like some maybe just like having cheap, like cheaper clickless installs. Mm. Right, because this is a different way of feeding an AI breaker. Yeah, exactly. Like they, it's you, like you have to feed install. it with programs that you installed previously. Yeah. I mean, you can use, you know, Savoir Faire to make it so that you don't have to pay clicks. You just pay credits to put the programs out. We can just have Shahrazad's or something to like just get 
the uh, faster. Yeah. I mean, you could hypothetically just be cycling a friggin' SMC over and over again, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This guy won SMC. You put it down. <laughs> you run. You break with this. You just put the SMC back on your stack. You draw it. You put it back down. I got, like, that's like a click to draw it, a click to install it. Yeah, it's so slow. It ends up being like a little bit slow, but it's super potent. And obviously, you know, you have all kinds of friggin' shaper shenanigans to keep getting programs back up on the board, right? Yeah, and uh, also you can we we can do the Crypsis Glory run where you just pull him back at the end, can't you? Oh, well, oh, yes, you technically can. Yeah, so if, 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 if you're out of gas, you can still use this one more time and pull Brahman himself back yep, in. Yep, it's true. To sneak in there. Yep, there's there. no reason you can't just pull Brahman back. Because it's like at, at when the encounter with the ice ends. So it's like you're past the ice, you're all done. You can, you can indeed do that. If you do crazy- I wonder, you could hypothetically install this with the London li- on the London Library for free. Okay, and okay. And then make the run with it, use it. And just pull it back. So it's just back in your grip. Hey, okay. That'll get you through any, like, one ice one deep ice. server for probably pretty freaking cheap. Like that. That's cool. That's kind of cool. You're borrowing Brahmin from the library. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's not bad. Cool. That's not bad. Cool. Yeah, neat, uh, neat, neat. Like, uh, AI. I, I like that it's, like, all AI needs to be fueled by something, right? Yes. Dar- Darwin needs, uh, Darwin needs the, the, the drips for strength. Yep. Faust needs your cards. This needs actual programs to... That are already installed. To gobble down. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, what else do we get? We got, uh... This is, this is quite a strange thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. So, you know, like, uh, this is in the same vein as security testing. Yes. And this is, uh, of course, page... Patreon, sorry, patron, patron, patron. This is Patreon, where it's, it's a bunch of wonderful web comic people paying each other $20 a month. Right. <laughs> no, I, I have nothing against Patreon. I think, I think it's wonderful. That's it's fine. Just, just a joke. Pa- patron is a three cost resource connection at a shaper with three influence. And when your turn begins, you may choose a server, much like security testing. Yep. The first time you make a successful run that ser- on that server this turn, instead of accessing cards, draw two cards. Yep. So much like all the other restrictions from security testing apply. So really, if it's like, well, what if the server goes away in the middle of the run, blah, blah. Just like, it's the same as security testing. So don't worry about that. So yeah, apparently, like card draw is a lot more valuable (laughs) valuable than credits. Yeah. Because security testing installs for free. Yep. This installs for three. Three. Yeah. Which is, and you have to, uh, oh, no, no. Unlike security, I think security testing says you must pick a server i'm pretty sure okay and with this you have a choice right because you could end up being in like you know your opponent is just doing some weird shenanigans so they only have centrals and you're like well i kind of want to run every centrals i don't want more cards so with this you can just choose not to select any servers oh god well with security testing i'm pretty sure you have to pick a server no matter what. and it has to work when you run it yeah oh wow okay sure um so as like as a as a card draw engine i I don't know what to make of this. And, al- and also, I, I play a lot of decks that fire off the successful runs, but they're never out of shaper. Yeah, exactly. And like part of the part of the reason why that stuff is so good in criminal is because you know even on the most wanted list, you have Desperado, and Desperado is just so bloody good, yeah. right? Um, I mean, this is a connection, so yep. you could hypothetically just plug one of these into your criminal deck, grab it with hostage. Yep, and then you have like a crazy card draw, but also get money from Desperado slash Dirty Laundry, whatever, whatever, sure, sure. set up. Um, and we also career fair it out for yeah. nice and cheap. Doing this natively in Shaper is a strange, strange... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's maybe 
like if you if you say have a stealth setup where you kind of know a run on a server is gonna be free sure yeah you're just gonna pay for it with recurring credits it's like well, that's maybe not a bad way to draw cards but you know you can spend one click to draw a card or you could spend one click to do some shenanigan stuff and as long as it works you get two cards (laughs) so it feels like you need other stuff that synergizes with making successful runs sure sure. just kind of plopping this down and be like this will be how i draw cards it's like you've got diesel and quality time in the fact sheet. you just want that but if you have other stuff that synergizes off successful runs then this could be quite good yeah i just don't really know what that setup looks like in shaper is john madison already your your patron and you oh my god you're getting a diesel a diesel every run a diesel every turn you will find a way to fuel faust outside of anarch <laughs> maybe um yeah so i don't know exactly what this looks like in a in natively in a shaper deck right I, um yeah but I, I was a little surprised with the cost of patron yeah um but yeah. yeah but if folks have any like i would be very interested to see like what people think you can do with this sure inside of shape yeah yeah out, obviously out of it's action, pretty easy definitely. to imagine putting this into criminal blah, i can blah, blah. i can love those criminals get in all yeah. the time yeah so, but yeah. In uh in Shaper, I'd be very curious to see what people think you could you could do with this. Yeah, yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah. Um. Oh, it all uh, our, for our next card. It looks like advertising works. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Advanced concept toppers. Oh, now everybody wants them. I know. Them. And they bought them. They and, bought them. And They're actually, also good. with the stats of this card, I'm not surprised why everybody That's wants true. them. So what? So what does this card do, Nels? It is a vehicle. Cool hardware. So cool. It is uh, three creds to install, and it is the sports hopper. It gives you one link. Because you're so fast. Because you're so fast, yeah. you're so hard to find, I guess. Yeah, that was... And you can trash it to draw three cards. Cool. Now, so Nels, why why are people saying this is a more flexible Plast Creed? Because, so one, you got the link, which hypothetically, you know, if someone's SEA sourcing you, yep. they got to pay one more credit to do that. Yep. So that's always kind of nice. And then, you know, someone hits you with the SEA source, you go, okay, I'm tagged. They play one Scorched Earth. You lose four cards. You have one or two left in your grip. Do you go, ah, ha, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm going to send my car off a cliff into a building or whatever. <laughs> I think I'm going to, like, hop in the car, and then I got to ditch the car somewhere. I draw three more cards. Yep. And then they play another Scorch. doesn't matter. You still have cards. They're out of clicks. They probably blew a ton of money with the SEA source. So it is it is kind of like a more flexible Plascrete. I mean, the difference is with Plascrete, you know, you're never losing actual cards. That's true. Yeah, right? like if, if if you're if you're out of cars, you're you're out of gas, like so to speak. Uh, <laughs> sports sports hopper is not going to be helping you out. Correct. But um, or if you're just losing really good cards that you want and don't have any way to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then the other thing is, it's like there are also some matchups where having extra point of link will never matter. That's true, that's true. <laughs> but how about our good friend, the Tech Lord? This, that's true. This, yep. this so is a pretty it, cool card. So this, this is the thing that actually I think is rad in Geist because, you know, Forger Forger's awesome. It's a great console. But if that is the only source of Link you have, I think we may have mentioned this before, you can get into a really bummer situation yep. where if you if you have to use Forger to avoid the tag from SEA source, sure. but if you do, all of a sudden you're dropping your link from two back to one, all of your cloud breakers, of which you have like seven installed, <laughs> um, all cost actual MU now. Yep. So then you also have to trash like half your rig. Yep. Where with this, you could have something else on the board so you can either, you know, blow up Sports Hopper if you want to draw friggin' four cards. Yep. Or trash your 
forger if you want to avoid a tag, but you can always have one or the other active, so sure. you can stay above two link kind of always. Just stay a little, just stay a little bit ahead of the corporation. Yeah. And unlike uh, forger, sports hopper is not unique, so you yep. could have two of these. I guess if you really want to find a card, trash them both with Geist and draw eight cards for no clicks. Yeah, that's like hitting up Duggars almost. <laughs> yeah, except Duggars cost your entire turn, and this cost nothing because you spent the entire. You didn't spend. You didn't spend like your 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 early morning. Nope, <laughs> zooming around, zooming around your cars. Yeah, so I think it is definitely it is a cool way to. And the other the other nice thing is that like unlike. Uh, Plascrete, which is awesome, but does you no good in a net damage matchup. This can totally keep you alive in a net damage matchup as well, right? Where, That's like, right. they res that roan, and you're like, oh, okay, give me a second. Trash the hopper. Get three more cards. All right, do your worst. Yeah, for sure. Um, or, yeah. Hit, or hit the Kamainu. Kamainu. You're down to zero. Pop it, then access the fetal. Could that work? Yeah, and then there you're we, fine. There we go. We're fine. Yeah. So that's that is also pretty cool. I think it's definitely a card that's going to see a lot of play for sure. As because you're you're always kind of bummed out, right? When you're like, Plastic. okay, God, I think there's probably going to be a lot of Wayland. Put two Plaskeries in my deck, and you sit down. The other person like just puts over an HB ID, and you're yeah. like, oh God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's super frustrating about this is like HB was right. The, the sports hopper is cool. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, dang it, dang it, HB. You're like, oh, I, I do want I it. I do want one. Look how great this card is. <laughs> yeah. uh, finally, mm -hmm. we have a uh, a fancy pants place. If any, this is kind of sort of remission of a uh, Akibahara. Mm, yeah, yeah. You were, yeah. Did, did you go there when you yeah, were in Japan? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you did. We, we, um, yeah, well, we did. But this is wise a, choice. This is this is a this is this is bizarre. Yeah, this is kind of this kind of Mumbad's Akibahara. Yeah. So this is indeed the bizarre. It is. What's it do? This is a resource. It costs one. Its location. It's a ritzy location. So fancy. Because uh, it's a pretty ritzy place here. Whenever you install a piece of hardware from your grip, you may install another copy of that hardware from your grip, paying all costs. Yeah. So we need you need multiple copies of the same hardware. Is that correct? Yep. Or you need replicator. Yeah, that's true. Because you can trigger, because they both trigger at the same time, you can basically alternate between triggering uh, Bizarre and Replicator. So it's like, you install one with Bizarre, you install a piece of hardware, you use Replicator to get another copy. Right. Install with Bizarre, use Replicator to get another copy. Man, you can get set <laughs> so up. So if you had Replicator and Bizarre, you're like, I'm going to install all six spy cameras. <laughs> and they're all just on the board now. That's cool, that's cool. Yeah. Um... Otherwise, like, yeah, the other, it's just, you have to be able to get them all in your grip pretty consistently, and since there aren't that many hardware tutors, I mean, you know, you could grab them with London, with um, the Tyson Observatory, I sure, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and also, like, getting a, a, an astounding amount of hardware out, uh, which which of those is really going to be, like, winning the game for you, or saying, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you somehow could, you know, just barf out all three of your R&D interfaces at once, and then, like, make a crazy inside job or maker's eye mega run or something it's like that that could be surprising yeah <laughs> yep um but otherwise i don't know exactly how much it gets you again outside of like a thing where you're doing it with replicator and you're just gonna you know hoover up a bunch of really cheap hardware spit it all out on the board and then just like asop it turn after turn right forever right yeah um and I guess that, like, if you, it, it feels like you'd have a hard time making a case for this without Replicator, because there just aren't any other hardware tutors that are really that worth it. Sure. Yeah. Like, it feels like this plus Tyson is, like, that's 
pretty slow. Yeah. Um, I mean, two clicks to the Tyson, one click to install, and then you could put down two copies of a thing instead of one. Yeah, but but I think we always have to keep in mind, like, Haley, Haley Kaplan does this stuff all the time. Yeah. And pulls, pulls insane crap. Right. Uh, out of thin air. So yeah. maybe potentially down the line or something's going to be cracked open. Yeah, but it feels it. like this with Replicator could actually be a setup for pretty good. If you if you are basically grabbing and then barfing out a bunch of zero or one cost sure. hardware, and then you just use that to, to like just keep ASOP fed yep. for like the next six turns. Also, like what, what are those like uh, net chips? Yeah. We get net chips out and we yep. can have an overmind that's just ridiculously strong okay. really fast. <laughs> that's true. Um, um yeah, so you could do stuff with it for sure, uh, but it's not really. I think when not paired with Replicator, it's a bit harder to make a case for. Sure, I I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. but but like, then there, who knows? There could be stuff. Always stuff coming down the pike that we right. haven't seen yet. That's like, oh, grab a piece of hardware, but if you don't install it by the end of your turn, shuffle it back into your stack or something. Right? Mm-mm. That could be interesting. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so now we're on the corpse side. Now we're on the corpse side. Corpse there side. is so much cool stuff in here. Yeah, let's stuff that almost makes me want to play HB, which I think is the faction I like the least. Right. Yeah, I, I gotta. I, I gotta agree. I gotta agree. But yeah. there's a lot of cool HB stuff in here. Uh, start at the top. Yep. With the personality profiles. Yeah, love this art. Oh, we got. The, oh yeah. The Byroid and the, the the big avatar, the happy, the sad. The we we got a three one agenda. Called personality profiles. It's a security agenda that has not come into play yet. That's true, but it may never. <laughs> but but the, you know what? I gotta say, if 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 FFG wants people to try out these new three ones, maybe that's the key. Is yeah, in, is in the uh, the card type. Whenever a runner searches his or her deck and it, or or installs a card from his or her heap, he or she must trash a card from his or her grip at random yep this is i i i i love this card because i hate it when the runner does that i hate yep. i hate Haley crapland decks that can just <laughs> just search a million freaking times through yep. everything because this is whenever so this can actually just probably kill Haley. yes i mean <laughs> it won't flatline you i know it won't because you because you're not being dumb but this yes. could like, well i mean <laughs> you have to trash a card at random it's it's almost net damage oh i see or, so it's like or damage except it's damage except it can't kill you but it also because it's not technically damage it can't be prevented right mm. so mm. it's like if this just said deal one net damage whenever the runner installs the thing they just be like i'll pay my one credit to net shield whatever that's fine. Yeah, yeah um but with this it's like no 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 it just happens yeah um if they are using a search effect, you know, if they say, uh, if they put this down and then they install something with self-modifying code, yep. you do, they do the random trash before they get the card. Sure, okay. Right? Same with hostile. But you're still like, like, guy, like we, we, we know how powerful housekeeping is, right? Yeah, like, exactly. So this so can this like, like slow down all that crazy tutoring stuff, which like, yep. uh, against Shaper, this is pr- pretty, pretty mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where, you know, or every time they like pull a scavenge, or and, and, and this isn't a current. This is just there. Yeah. Unless they're turntabling it or something, and getting out of there. But like this is there yeah. for for a while. And potentially, you could have multiples, in which case they're they're tossing two. Um, <laughs> it is kind of like the housekeeping of agendas. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's cool. Yeah, I like it. it. It's 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 cool. Again, three ones we know are tricky to find, tricky to put in. But there's always space for the one or the two. Exactly. And maybe this is where you need Especially it. if you have more of a damagey H. I know it's super uncommon. Sure. But it feels like there's still somewhere in there like a good damage focus HB deck. Yeah. This, and then this, this just should... adds more, just more like annoying reoccurring damage. Yeah. How how great would that be? They like go pull out their plastic and play it down and then right. start losing more cards. Yeah. 
And I, so, so is, is the flavor like so they can kind of uh, foresee what's happening because of personality profiles? I'm kind of wondering what the flavor is. Sure. Maybe I'm. Missing, maybe I'm yeah, maybe. maybe I'm I mean, it is, it is like a security agenda, right? So it's like, yeah, you've maybe done enough profiling just on people in general for yep. your weird brain taping and also like, you know, just consumer psychographics that you could also apply that to people trying to break into your server. Sure, sure, yeah. And maybe it's taking extra resources, extra time, which HP is great at doing because it costs more clicks to rate bioroids and whatnot. Yeah. Cool. There you go. So now... Alliance card. Alliance card, the coolest alliance card, the sweetest cyber butler... (laughs) I love it. ...is, of course... Name Jeeves. Jeeves. Of course it's Jeeves. Of course it's, it's Jeeves. Jeeves. This is probably like the people were probably riding because they wanted to call it something else. And they're like, fine, we'll call it Jeeves. And Correct. Like, <laughs> so what's so what's Jeeves model bioroids? So it is a unique alliance asset. It is two to res, ostensibly three influence, but since it's alliance, you probably are, are you're either gonna have enough of them that it costs nothing. Or you're in HB anyway. Or you're gonna be in HB anyway. Yep. It is a, a whopping Five credits to trash. So what its actual effect is, is the first time you spend three clicks on the same action each turn, gain a click. Right. So a lot of explanation that needs to go on with this. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, The easiest way to think about this, I think, is to go way, way back. You got to pull down your little weird drop ladder thing. Climb up into your attic. Yep. Go get your old cardboard corset box and okay. pull out that little action guide card. You, you yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Correct. Okay. And then you remember on the left there was a bunch of like click symbols, colon, and then it was on the right what a thing is to do. It would say like it. colon. It's a click symbol colon play an operation or click <laughs> colon for click draw a card. So basically. If you are doing any of those things, like just doing the thing on that little helpful guide card three times, you get a click back. Right. So when it's playing an operation, it's not playing the same operation. It's just using, spending an action to play an operation card from your grip or from your HQ three times. That's it. That's all you got to do. It gives you a click. And you get a click back. So this actually gives you some, some bonkers plays. Yeah. Like, so the and the other important thing to note is <laughs> Jeeves has to be resed the whole time. You can't just be like operation operation res this another one. It has to be up. Yep. Okay. The whole time. Yep. Okay. Um, and then it also you have to be spending the clicks. So you know something like if you use shipment from Mirror Morph, will you install three cards? But you're not. What you're you not did click, yes. was you spent a click to play an operation. Yeah. That operation did some crap. It doesn't matter what that operation does. The Action, the click you spent was to play an operation card, and that's where everything ends with Jeeves. So right. you don't you can't do mirror morph, install three cards, and then immediately get a click. That doesn't work that Yeah, way. that's right. Um, but what you can do, <laughs> man oh man. Um, the other part of it is clicks spent through doubles count toward this, right? So it's like if you play a double, we've spent two clicks playing an operation. Okay. So one double, so if you play like Hedge fund and then interns. You spent three clicks playing operations, which means you then get another click back. Cool. So cool. That combined with our friend Shipman from Sansan right. means you can pull some egregious 
shenanigans. Damn. Okay, so take t- take me through a day in the life of this 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 bonkers. So thing. you're hanging out with your cool butler buddy. Yeah, your cool very, friend very, Jeeves. Very good, sir. Very good, sir. Very good, sir. You uh you start your cool turn. Okay. You play botic labor. Okay. Now you got four clicks. Yeah. And you spent one click playing an operation. You install a card. Whatever. You install the card. You then play shipment from San San. Mm-hmm. Now you spent biotic labor. And two clicks. And two clicks from the shipment from San San. You spent now three clicks playing an operation, which means Jeeves gives you another click. So how many do we have now? So now you had four from biotic. Yep. Spent one to install. You're down to three. Yep. Spent two more on shipment from San San. You had one, except boop. Now you got two back. Now you got two back. Then you go advance, advance. Now that card has four advancement tokens on it, and you can score it, which means you just scored a four for two out of hand. Yeah. And then that was probably efficiency committee, <laughs> which means you could, now you just do this forever. Wow. <laughs> wow. It is so it's a, it's, kind of crazy. It's an in, you, you, you got to get rid of the butler. Yep. Because the butler will do it. The butler, yes, the butler did it. The answer is the butler definitely did it. Um, And then the other thing that you can put this together with is our friend, and a card I've always kind of appreciated, Mm -hmm. Subliminal Messaging. Oh. Because Subliminal Messaging, you play it, which is one of your three, I Uh, spent a click this turn playing playing an operation, operation. except it gives you a click back. So now you only need to spend two other clicks playing operations over the course of your whole totally normal turn to get an extra click from Jeeves. Right. Um, also, if you spend three clicks purging viruses, you still have one click from this because you spent three, like, again, just go back to that card. Yep. Oh, three click symbols, purge all virus counters. Okay, let's three at, three clicks spend on the same action. Boom, you get it back. And this does not work. The Jeeves doesn't help you with your moon mining operations. It totally it? does. It does help you. Oh, yes. Great. So yes. we're talking, of course, of... Uh, melange melange yep. which you spend three clicks to gain yep you so. could with private contracts you could spend three clicks taking two creds each time yep and then you can just get you get your click and use it to take two more credits or do whatever else you want bonkers yeah bonkers um, the, also, also like as simple as it gets uh, if we have a 2-4 down we can just advance 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 and then advance it again. Yep, exactly. That's, that's like, the other like, thing it does. It's like spending a click to put an advancement token on a card. Well, yeah, you can you can score a four for two naked off the table. Yep. And, you know, someone, if they've seen you pull this gross Jeeves shenanigans, they're just like, oh, God, it's just another one of those stupid robots. And you're like, yeah, no, actually, it was not. It is corporate sales team. <laughs> um, yeah, so this, it's gross. <laughs> But but, and, but what's cool is like if you're if you're dipping in big with HB, you, the, 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 these cards are zero influence. Like you can oh yeah, p- let's pull us out of NBN. Let's pull us out of Spark. Let's let's oh, yeah. let's, let's do some crazy. I stuff mean, it's here. interesting. Like since it's an alliance, the only tricky bit is there aren't that many really really hot low influence. Yes, correct. HB cards. Yep. I mean, like maybe if you're trying to use this guy to fuel any H shenanigans, like you could. Go three Eli's and then th- three encryption protocols. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe in Wayland you go like three. You go core Wayland and you go like three green levels and then three Eli's. Yeah, but, no, but, e- but Eli's free. Eli's two influence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like you're spending, you know, nine 
of your influence, and then you get Jeeves for free. Yeah, but they're really like that. That's right. HP is really heavy on the influence. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like with the Wayland cards, with the Wayland Alliance, it's really easy to find three copies of three one influence Wayland cards or some other constellation. You're like, that's a great setup. Yeah. Same with NBN because we'll get to this when we talk about. Our, our buddy's hospitality. Yep. But, like, basically everyone's halfway to an NBN alliance anyway because everyone's got three copies of Jackson Howard. Yep. So it's it feels like of all the factions... HP's the hardest drag. HP is the hardest to find, yep. like, a full six unique cards to put in that doesn't eat up all of your influence or is just kind of like, oh, I'm putting this in because I guess... Right? Yep. Like, having one copy of Archive Memories, that's... Like, that's pretty easy to put in any deck. But then you don't want to put in three copies of that. Like, even HB doesn't put in three copies of Archive Memories. It's mm. like one of those, and then, like, I guess a couple Eli's, and then some... It's just really hard to find six great HB cards. Right. So it feels like if we're going to see this, it's all... Unlike some of the other Alliance stuff, it feels like this is going to be pretty much at, in... Just in HB a lot. Yeah, at, at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it is... Uh, it's cool. That's a oh. that's a cool and it's cheap to res and it's high to yeah, trash. It's, it's only two. It's you so, know. so 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 it's got that survivability built in. Yep. Like again, guys, when you see this on the board, it, it I I always love that rule of Netrunner. If you see a new weird card on the board, get rid of it as fast as you can. Like almost always. <laughs> like very like it is, yeah, much like, you know, Daily Business Show or Team <laughs> yeah. Sponsorship. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, that seems okay. I guess, I, like, I don't know. I'll get rid of it when my economy stabilizes. That, there's always a reason nope. it's there. There's always nope, a reason nope, there. Nope, nope, just, just get rid of that stupid bloody butler now. I gotta I, I gotta think, like, um the way the way I end up playing Neverrunner a lot is I should just add MacGuffins to my deck. Right. Like, you just, like, you just <laughs> res G's and be like, what you gonna do now? Like, yeah. oh, I gotta get rid of G's. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> like, don't, like, 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 don't even spend the cost resing it. Just have a bunch of G's so people think that you need to get rid of it. Right. Um, we, Jinteki got another alliance. Yeah. This, is, this is a very alliance-y pack. Yeah, which is great because I, I, I love alliance cards. Yep. I, I, like, I, uh, uh, Gregarin has a lot of fun with a lot of the Jinteki. Right. Um, stuff and yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of the alliance mechanic. Yeah. So this we got a cool new executive. Yep. What's his name? His name is Raman Rai. Ooh, Raman Rai. He is uh, unique, of course, because he's and it, a, and a dude. And he's walking through. It looks like he's walking through one of those uh, mind. Uh, oh, the mental health clinic. Yeah. Or maybe this is the garden that the mental health clinic was based. Was on. based in. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's great. Looking. It's uh. He's just one credit to res. And he's 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 pretty cheap. He's three trash, three influence, but again, he's he's alliance, so. Probably in faction, or he'll be imported, so you probably won't be paying influence either way. Um, so what he does is once per turn, you may lose one click when you draw a card. If you do, you reveal that card and a card in the archives of the same type, and then you swap those cards. So of the same type as in, like, you reveal an operation, you can grab an operation back from the bin. Ice and ice. You reveal ice, ice, agenda, agenda, whatever. Um, swap some assets. Okay. It's, yeah, so this is, I mean, it, it does, the, the card you put in the archives, even though you showed the runner what it was, still goes in face down. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, I don't <laughs> really know what you do with it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's really Jinteki. Jinteki has a lot of these little swap, like, all yeah. Um, I mean, it, obviously it lets you, like, turn operations you don't really want just into, you know, the like, ones, oh, okay. Well, I don't, I've, I, you, you installed a net shield or something, so I don't really need these early MPs. I'll 
get rid of it and grab a hedge fund back instead or whatever. Right. I, I can keep cycling my one shipment from Sansan by just trading. I don't know. Right. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. So it costs you a click, which is not trivial. Uh, I mean, if you're showing someone an agenda, you'd be getting rid of a big what? Yeah, I don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks like you can, you can lose a turn after you can see what it is, correct? Uh, is that how it works? Yes. Okay, okay. So it says you may lose a click when you draw a card. So you draw the card, look at it, and you're like, okay, well, I guess I will lose a click, show you this thing I just drew, mm. put it in the archives, grab something else back out of the archives, so the same type without showing you what it is. Right. And then continue on my way. <laughs> and then... And then <laughs> And this is when the runner starts saying, hey, are you done yet? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's not, this might be one of those things where it's like, as soon as someone explains it to us, it's like, oh, of course, you can just do that, that, and that. Yeah, which happens all the time. Yes. yes. But right now, it feels like it's a good way to get face down cards in the archives. I mean, it lets you put nasty stuff into the archives. Yeah. Right? Like, sure. you draw a shock, and you're just like, oh, well, I'll just put this shock in the archives. I'll grab back the sundew. Yeah. Put my sundew in a server. Could be a spiky. Now you gotta go get get it again. goddammit. it! Spiky build wide IG, I guess, because you're gonna have a lot of face down cards. Yeah. Um, but 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 you don't have any friends to play Netrunner with anymore, so <laughs> I don't know. If that's, that's <laughs> so I don't know if that's really worth it. Um, um, yeah, and I don't. I mean, maybe it's better pulled into other factions because, like, you know, if you're playing uh, harpsichord, you could like. <laughs> You know, show someone like a friggin' um, Explode Palooza or something. Sure, sure, like, sure. Here's Explode Palooza. It's going to the archives. I'm pulling something else back. Oh, look, it was an Astro Script installed, install advanced token, blah, cool, blah, blah. Cool. blah. That's um, cool. So m- maybe that's the thing where it's like in ah, it's good for putting nasty cards in the archives, I guess. But other factions, it's like, oh, you know, with this, I mean, with this at HB, you can just keep being like, oh, here's a blue level clearance. I'm going to grab back my biotic labor, biotic score thing. Right, sure, um, sure, sure. So maybe that's why it's an alliance card because the the you know the you want these the synergies are in a lot nicer. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's interesting because Jeeves is an alliance card, of course. But I it's it's a hard sell in other factions. Yeah, but, but it feels this like, like this is maybe better in other factions. Sure. I guess you know if you're playing a Wayland kill deck and like or or an NBN kill deck and you're playing against a goddamn Anarch and like they dodged your kill with I've had worse, you can just be like, all right, well here's a. Here's a subliminal messaging. Anyway, I'm taking my murder cards back now. Yeah. Um, but still, like, talk about a tempo hit. You're you're, you're, yeah. you're down to two clicks. The yeah, guy can so restabilize. It's interesting. It's not entirely clear to me exactly what you do with it, especially because if you're getting the influence for free, you've had to also pull in six other Jinteki cards. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I would also be very curious if folks wanted to let us know what they were thinking about what they would do with old uh, Raman Rai. Yeah. Uh, but, oh. but, Jiteki also got some cool ice. Some, some, some flexible ice? Some flexible ice. Because it's Upa Yoga? It's a, uh, oh, <laughs> you did it. You did it. Well, Jesse, how about you tell us about this now? Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming it's, I'm, I'm, I'm butchering all these, these words. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Upi, uh, I'm saying Upa, Upa Yoga. Yeah, Upa Yoga, Upa Yoga. Upa Yoga, Upa Yoga. Sorry. Um, sorry, so, sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's a three-cost piece of ice. It's a code gate. It's Psy Ice. We yeah, all love Psy Ice. Four-strength code gate, which is out of that yaw, ner- nasty yog range. One influence. So, hey, 
Guys, if you like sighing out of faction. <laughs> this is halfway, <laughs> halfway to your alliance halfway cards. Halfway to your alliance cards, yeah. So you, first sub, it's got two subs. Uh, first sub, you and the runner secretly spend zero, one, or two. Reveal spent credits. If you and the runner spend a different number of credits, the runner loses two. Yep. Oh, I like that. like that a lot. And the second sub is resolve a subroutine on a piece of resed sci ice. Including... Itself. Itself. Yes. So you could hypothetically rake the runner through two side games where it's like, you know, if you just, if you as the corporation, if you, especially if you're playing the Nisei division. Oh, yeah. Right. You spend one, so then you just get your credit back. Costs you nothing. So either the runner spends one, in which case they've lost a credit, or they don't, in which case they lost two. And then you just make them do, do it, it again. again. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, like, and if you, you know, if you as the Nisei division spend two, well, you actually only spent one because you get one back. And yep. the runner either had to spend two, in which case they're down two credits, or they didn't. If they spent one, then they lost one and then lose two for not matching. So it's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, with side games, you always bid zero. This, it says you're just, you're probably going to lose either way. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and, and, and also, we, we, um, usually Sci Ice has that thing and then it has another sub that's, that's that's quite good or something. Yeah. And you can just pilfer those. You can pilfer the Mambas, can't you? Yeah. You can pilfer the Mambas. You the do Mamba one sub. net damage. I mean, most, of, on another piece of Sci Ice, basically, almost always is going to be like, do another Sci game. For some result. If you lose, right? But this is like, you know, again, if you're in Nisei Division, you're making money from all of those Sci yep. games. Yep. The runner's probably losing credits in a way that, and, like, this is, like, a four-strength, two-sub code game that's only three to res. That's annoying as hell to break. Yeah, um, yeah. It obviously, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't protect anything. <laughs> no, nope. but, but hey, if you're playing Jinteki, you're kind of used to that by now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it could indirectly, maybe, if the, Ooh, thing you, if the thing you resolve is on a snowflake. <laughs> snowflake. Right? Yep. Um, so it's the kind of thing where it's like, you can this, force yeah. the runner to do a lot of Psy games. Yeah, this to me feels like the, the Psy Ice that, that will, can, can make people build Psy Ice decks. Yeah. Maybe, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Again, I think you, you'd you have a pretty hard time making a case for this outside of Nisei Division because yeah. each of those side games is going to be costing, costing you money. money. Um, but inside of Nisei Division, it almost never costs you credits. Sometimes it makes you credits. That's pretty nice. Yep. Cool yeah, card. So I'll, be, I'll be very curious to see where people go with stacking this. I would be very curious to see someone who makes a Nisei Division deck that has ex- Exclusively Psy Ice. Oof, I like that. There's probably enough to do it. And you can call it the Mamba that strikes in the night. Of course. Because you have you to call it, that can. is the name of it. <laughs> you could maybe get enough Mamba tokens. <laughs> to just kill So you someone. have enough Mamba tokens, <laughs> plus with this, you could just resolve the one net damage thing instead. So you're like, oh, okay, well, you've already built up like three Mamba tokens. You got House of Knives. <laughs> yes. Just like, oh, you, they hit this. You deal the one damage from... The second sub, Mamba, you pull off three more Mamba tokens, House of Knives, and then they're dead. Perfect. Yeah. It'd Unbeatable. Be, it'd be a weird <laughs> good time. That'd be one hell of a win, folks. <laughs> um, Let's go over to our friend's NBN. Yeah. What's this, Nels? So this is Aryabata Tech. Aryabata Tech. Okay. It is a ritzy asset. Oh, yeah. Two to res, three to trash, Oof, two not, to influence. Not very survivable. Not very survivable. Yeah, but okay. Okay. Not, not bad, yeah. Not um. Bad. Wizard range. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, and what this is, is that whenever there is a successful trace, you gain a credit, and the runner 
loses a credit. Two credit swing. Yeah. Whew. So that's not that's not bad, especially no. if you're slamming this and making news. Yeah. Where they're almost always you're gonna either make those traces super annoying for the runners to pay down, or they're just gonna lose them anyway. Yeah. Um, that it forces them to lose even more money. Cool. That's not bad. It's not, not bad. bad. I mean, it, you're probably only ever gonna res this right before a successful trace is about to happen. So technically, you gotta pay two, but you're almost always gonna get the money back immediately. So it's kind of only one. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's just one of those things that could that just makes tracing even more annoying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Also, all the cards that are command command click traces. Uh, let's say you you somehow manage to score a restructured data pool. Restructured data pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's like pay this down. Okay, I'll take. Oh, uh, you lose a credit. I'll gain one. Pay it down. Pay it down. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. Uh, you can combine it with manhunt. Yep. Yep. Especially out of. You'd have to find another way to keep your money up, but out of New Angeles Saul, so that my, man, <laughs> man <laughs> is just up <laughs> always. Yep, um, that could be pretty interesting and annoying. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't think it's a thing you like build a deck around per se, but if you have some, you know, decent tracing ice and you're putting this out of making news, a couple copies of this might not be bad. Mm -hmm. Building it wide, it just it it, it it misdirects, and again, we can use this to bait out people. Yeah, or this is like even this in front of a pop up window is annoying. Yeah, yeah, right? for sure. Um, yeah, Gotta but be... I want you to tell me about the next one because <laughs> I like this card a lot. This card, I like it a lot. This card, the card of course we're talking about is Salem's Hospitality. It is a two cost operation alliance gray ops, which are always the most fun ops. Yep, because they're kind of like. Grace for influence on this bad boy, but it's an alliance card. Oh ho! Which guys, we're already halfway to alliance cards because we already have three, three pop up windows in our deck. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the three pop up windows. That's what I was thinking for sure. Yeah, but of course, what we're really thinking of is the three Jackson Howards. Yep. You're already halfway there, so folks, this card is probably going to be seeing a lot of play. Yep, and especially because of what it does. It's so good. Here it goes. Uh, name a card. The runner reveals his or her grip and trashes all copies of the named card from his or her grip. Yep. Uh, so so I think that's an ironic name because <laughs> they're not very hospitable. Yes. Yeah, so, so, yeah, considering the card art is a fancy boat with a corpse floating in the water next to it. Yeah. So I imagine that Sa Salem, Salim, Salem, mm. uh, Salem yeah. not actually that hospitable yeah, I was thinking, or like, his, hospi his hospitality is very... Uh, Tenuous. Yeah. I thought it was Salem, like Salem's lot. <laughs> but it, I'm probably not <laughs> it's probably not it. I probably just watched too many bad old horror movies. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes dead is bad. No, no, wait, that's Pet <laughs> Cemetery. Damn it! Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, okay, so this card, like, wow. Man. Would you would you So the most important No, not the most important part. I mean, the, the most important thing to note is that you name a card and the runner reveals their grip. That always Happens. Sure. So it's not like they only reveal their grip if they have some copies. No, it's, you just get to name this, a card. This, this isn't go fish. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you get to see everything, which is like actually pretty useful in terms of like, oh, are they? Is Valencia sitting on that blackmail, mm. or is some anarch sitting on Faust? So the second I install a you know thing behind this crappy g gear check quandary, they're just going to drop Faust and go get it. Yep. So the fact that you can just be like, um, because you don't even have to name the card you want to get rid of necessarily, right? You can just name something that, like, on the off chance they have, it will be super annoying to get rid of it just to get a look at their grip. Sure. But the fact that this is an alliance card also means you can play it with uh, Mumbad City Hall. Right. So click one, you say Salem's Hospitality, 
with your Mumbad City Hall. You play it and you name any other card, whatever. The runner reveals their entire grip. You say, click two. Now I'm going to name the thing that I know you have in your grip. Yep. And you will now get rid of. <laughs> click three. I'm going to install this agenda that I now know is safe. Right. Um, yeah. So the fact that it's probably going to be influence free. Yeah. <laughs> because you're almost halfway there. You know, you to do that Mumbad City Hall thing, you only need two copies. Right. Because you can just grab one, grab the other. It's a... Uh, Pretty good. You could in a kill deck. You could you could always just say I've had worse, and it's just because it's discarded. Is this, it it's not it damaged out. It, no. It's just gone. Um, mm. You can do this right before you pull some shenanigans to score Chronos Protocol. So you make sure that whatever goes in the bin, Chronos Project. Sorry, uh, whatever goes in goes in the bin just goes away forever. Oh, I like that. Very cool. Um, yeah. So this is I always enjoyed but had a hard time justifying using invasion of privacy yeah i like that card a lot but i never end up really making right it invasion of privacy was good but like the fact that it was a trace and it was a and if, double and if you fail it's it's you get a bad pub, a pub like, like the, the 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 consequences were a lot more severe right it was basically they throw out everything that's on a program yeah yeah um but it was a lot easier for it to fail. Well, with this, you always get one useful thing, which is you know what the runner has in their grip, and potentially you can get something that'll guarantee you, or as close as you can be guaranteed, your next turn is going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, it is freaking cool, yeah. and I like it a mean, A, a mean NBN card. Yeah. It looks like an NBN flexes their muscles. It's a little bit uh, scary. Yep. Cool. Uh, we also have another fancy android lady yeah well, well actually it's Waylon, so <laughs> i'm not even really. sure it's probably just uh probably a gmod because she looks like kind of uh, like elvish or something yeah it could be that could or be it's that. just a weird robot we of course have a uh, wayland alliance card and what's this Nels? this is the executive search firm it is an asset it is zero to res three to trash three influence and what you do is you spend a click and you can search r&d for an executive sysop or character, hmm. reveal it and add it to HQ, then shuffling R&D. What's, so, what's, what characters are there? I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, stuff like um, Shannon Sinclair. Okay, okay. Uh, the other one, the other reporter lady who I don't remember. Oh, like this This is Action News or whatever, that one? Yeah. Okay, cool, sure. Uh, the other one, uh, Victoria Jenkins, the other director. Okay, Haas. okay. Oh, they're often also executives, but some are just characters. Sure, okay. Um... Okay, so we got t- we got we have um sysop. Uh, yeah, tutoring. so it's not bad. <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking like the 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 amount of times I've seen sysops just take a game apart or yeah. executives even or. I mean, one thing you can definitely do it feels like like Wayland is often hurting for defensive upgrades. Sure, but I think sometimes people forget that the twins is actually really good. Sure, okay. Um, to the point where like you know this lets you grab that. You can install it, and then you can also install an agenda, right? So it's mm. like, when you have Archer and the twins, that actually sucks, yeah, for right? Sure, for sure. Like, you can do your David sharpshooter shenanigans <laughs> to break an Archer once, right? Yeah. But when they just go, oh, actually, do it again. Hit it again. Yeah. For no credits on the corporation's part, aside from raising the twins. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, again, this this feels jeevesy where you think it might end up staying in Wayland because Wayland has a pretty big choice of characters, right? Yeah, they have a pretty decent choice. Like, I think, I think the um, buh, 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 the contract killer. I think that's a character. Mm, mm, um, okay. So it's the kind of thing where 
Like, this might actually be pretty good way. Like, you know, you can use it to... Oh, actually, Ash is... I don't think Ash is a character or a sysop. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow, okay. Not. Okay. Uh, I think... Um, I'm pretty sure that Caprice Nisei is. So this lets you get Caprice. That's kind of crazy. Yep, sure. Um, so that's potent. Uh, definitely lets you get get a uh, get good old Marcus Batty as well. Maybe this is actually pretty good in Jinteki. Like yeah. they have a lot of sysops that are really quite potent. Good. Yeah, definitely. Um, man, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah, and I guess with with, with Whalen, like we were saying before, Whalen's a pretty easy sell on. Alliance numbers. Executive system. If, if the thing where you're like, you know, you only put one copy of Elizabeth Mills in your deck, it's just the kind of thing where it's like, this is basically <laughs> the only thing this is for is blowing up Wildside and maybe occasionally Aesop's Pawn Shop. Yeah. You're, uh, but the fact that you can use this just to be like, oh, go grab my Liz Mills. But in other matchups, it's also good for grabbing the twins. Sure, sure. Or whatever. <laughs> I, like the, I like the executive firm is just looking for Elizabeth Mills. Correct. What's she up to now? Where, <laughs> what, what chunk of city is she demolishing today? <laughs> Gentrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we also mm-hmm. have a very, very fancy yeah. stock exchange. Man, this is a beautiful. This is beautiful art. Actually. Yes. It is quite lovely. Yog Joshi's awesome Indian Union Stock Exchange. Yeah, so what's, what does this do? This is a one-cost asset out of Wayland. To influence, whenever you res or play an out-of-faction card, brackets, including Indian Union Stock Exchange, gain one. Wealth wisely invested is wealth earned. The new gospel of wealth. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so oh, the, yeah, it's a Wayland card. That, correct. Okay. So the important thing to note here is that out of faction literally means cards that do not belong to the faction you are playing. Okay. So neutral cards are not in your faction because they're not in any other faction. They're neutral, right? So this makes your hedge funds into restructures. This makes your restructures into oh super restructures. Oh my god. I, I'm so totally seeing it now. I, I, yeah. I didn't realize that gray isn't your faction. Exactly. Color. <laughs> yeah. So whenever, basically, whenever you res a neutral piece of ice, Boom! This pays you out. Holy crap! Yeah, this is like this is this is new. The new subliminal messaging pays out too. This is new Gagarin hotness. Like yeah, like it's actually it's the kind of thing where it's just like oh, there's like one credit. How many out of faction cards you have? Then you realize you're like oh, it's actually a can be a pretty decent number. I mean, you could do it the other way, right? And put this into a deck where this is literally the only Wayland card you have. Mm-hmm. So you know this will trigger off all the neutrals. That's that's okay. It's not bad. Sure. Um, but yeah, it feels like especially like if if you built your deck in a nice way, this thing could play out like you know there are some like super operations heavy decks that like you know you can pull in like a bunch of alliance cards that sure. they're like they didn't cost you any influence, but they're not technically in your faction. And they're gonna right? fire off this. Yeah, and they're gonna fire off this. Um, yeah. So that makes it you know even like right before like tech startup pays you a credit and then you go get the card you wanted right, which right. could be another neutral card so then it pays you another credit like and this is not unique so and, it's, it's the kind of thing that fires, ar- it fires whenever like exactly if, yeah. if, if, if you have like six things in one turn yeah if, you, if you've got months. a bunch of grail ice <laughs> this pays for all like that gray, grail ice you know gets cheaper um <laughs> It's the kind of thing where it's seen, you're like, oh, it's not that good. Oh, and you man. think about it, you're like, this, oh, no, actually, this is unreal. This could be a lot of money. 
And then, you know, you put it behind some kind of annoying ice to get. It's already three credits. So it's kind of like the runner. It, it feels like one of those cards like team sponsorship. Right. And the runner can be like, I guess I, I guess it's not that important to trash this. And then it makes you like 12 credits in four turns. Yeah. Like, man, resing the pad campaign for, for actual money. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, oh, like this combined with turtlebacks. Yes. Like, oh, you res turtlebacks. You get some credits. Then you install a card. You get some credits. You res that card. You get some Like, it can be crazy. Cool, cool. Yeah. It's a, this, is, this is a mean, mean drip. It's like quite the, it's like a downpour. Of, yeah. Um, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing where it's like, if the runner finally goes to trash it, you can just be like, you know, well, that's when you, because they probably paid a bunch of resources and they're going to pay through credits for this. You go, okay, well, hang on one second. You know, you res like an executive boot camp and then two pad campaigns. Yep. And then you go, okay, well, now you can trash this. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. So we can get in, like, for, for assets and upgrades, it can still get in that last bit of use. Little dig, for sure. Even right before it gets trashed. Yeah, because of the instantaneousness. Yeah. Rezzing. Man, that's cool. I like that. Man, okay, yeah. you just turned me right on that So card. it's like, again, you know, it's not for every deck, but it's the kind of thing nope. where it's like, if you're going to have a lot of cards that are out of, not a lot, but like a decent number of cards that are outside of your faction, you can, this you, can pay a lot. <laughs> you, can, you can think about visiting the stock exchange. Yeah, yeah. Sure. There are worse things you could do. Correct. So what else? Well, you have a new you have a new friend. I do, I do. I found a new piece of ice in this. Yep. In this, um, this, this is, of course this cobra. <laughs> this is this is this is a beautiful card. Again, Le Liga kills it with the snakes too. But this is cobra. This is a neutral ice. So it looks like uh, if a stock exchange is going to be paying, it, it it can. That's pay, true. Pay it's it true. back a little bit. It's paying for your snakes. It's a it's a ice sentry destroyer AP. So we're talking lots of uh, lots of juicy subtypes. One strength. Uh, two subs. First is trash a program. The second is do one net damage for each fang. <laughs> which is two. Which is two net damage. <laughs> one net damage for each fang. That's that's what it's correct. Say. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And then oh, it's and the flavor text says the naya 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 naya. Naja Naja is the king of all serpents. Yep. So this is a this is an awesome gear check ice. Yes, uh, for sure. It's so cool. Again, yeah. again, it doesn't stop, but man, two net is decent, and that early trash could happen. Yep. It's strength one, so it's not like Roto. It's not gonna. It's it like won't an, die immediately. Immediately to parasite. Yeah. Like it's, a, it's it's a really cool gear check piece of ice. It is. It, it is. It's it is the one of those things where it's like you know it's only early game, but even late game, unless they trash it with parasite or something else like that, it's still two subs, which is better than one. Yep. Um. It's kind of like like a little tiny baby, you know, gray lice, right? Because like often with Merlin, you'll be able to like bring up a lance a lot. So it's kind of like it's kind of like that. Yeah, but cheaper and yeah, no influence and it's it's a, it's a mean piece of ice. Like, yeah, getting, getting hit is, by this is gonna suck. Regardless. It is not too shabby. It's it's not gonna you know it's not gonna be like the bedrock of your expensive glacier <laughs> server or whatever. <laughs> but it's the kind of thing where it's just annoying enough to hit early. Yep, if it's on a central. Or if you can, you know, catch the runner off guard because yep. you haven't played any other centuries. This, this in front of like a simple ETR, sure, quandary or ice wall or whatever. Also, it can actually be pretty annoying. Also, if both these subs fire, like if they both land, man, that's a a, a loss of the, like the tempo. It's huge. You're losing cards and you're losing installed. Yeah, even if they don't have any programs down, like if it was like turn, if you know you were able to start your first turn with like a hedge punch or something, so you're not super low on creds. If you put this in front of HQ and the runner is just like face checking into HQ, if you can get two of their initial five cards on like turn one, that's a pretty good tempo hit, right? Yeah, yeah. 
because they're going to need to, those two things were probably good, so they're gone. They're going to have to draw back up. That's a big template for them. They're not getting their economy starting to go underway. Like, but, like, but before advancing, they need to get us like, like, like a killer on, on the board. Yeah. So they're, they're, yeah, their game has been changed drastically yeah. by one snake. Yeah, and unlike something like Ichi, where it's like, you know, you really don't want to res that more than that. It's like, oh, here's my trace one. Like, I gotta say, Ichi, Ichi one has made this giant comeback, which I love because it's a great card. Yeah. But yeah, but, it's like, if that's your first piece of ice you mulligan into, you're like, Ooh. Exactly. So with this, like, it's totally, it feels like, unless it's going to put you to basically zero credits, resing this just for the net damage is not bad at all. Yep. Yep. I'd, I'd, I'd pay for it to deal two all, all day long. <laughs> right. That's right. Um, we also have the localized product line. Sure, sure, right. A rather expensive operation, but yeah. a potent one. Yes. This 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 card I found kind of like crazy to me yeah. when I read it so, out. So I believe that this is the highest influence neutral card in the game. Sure, okay. I think it's the only three influence neutral card, right? Yeah, that is expensive. Because like Lucky Fine, there's some other stuff that's two, but I think this is the only three influence neutral card. Um, granted, its ability is very potent. So, right. so what does it this do, Nels? Four creds to play. Yeah. You search R&D for any number of copies of a card. You reveal them, and then you add them to HQ, then suffering, uh, shuffling R&D. Right. What's, and, and, and what's the, okay, so the pitcher's actually rebranding coffee beans. Oh, yes. It's going from yucca bean to mumba bean. Right. And, or maybe mumbad bean, but it's got, if you're going from yucca, you're going to mumba. Right. And, mumba bean. <laughs> And and so what's the what's the flavor? It's the exact same coffee, but the price sure is different. <laughs> no, I love I love I love the, the the power of this card. We is tied into like coffee expenses, right? Because just how crazy that is, yeah, and how powerful of a of, of a, how how big of a power play that actually is yeah. in the corporate world, yeah. So it is ludicrous <laughs> potentially. <laughs> Um, because it's expensive, you should be like, you know, for any of the, it is, it is probably for the best that there is no corporate equivalent of like consumer grade stuff. But oh. you can play this and just be like, I'm going to take six, six now and do them all at once. Yeah. But you know, this in like an NBN, you know, fast advance deck where you like, you put a goddamn toll booth in front of HQ. Right. And then as long as you've got the money, you go, I play this. I'm going to get three Astro. Uh, you've already scored one Astro. You're like, play this. I'm going to get two more. You're like, get past my toll booth. You have one turn. Otherwise, that, that one's going, and then the next one's going, and then yeah. that's it. But, um, like, this is a like this is a, this is a big, this is like a sledgehammer of a card. It's yes, really, really... It is like, there's no subtlety to it whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it leaves you with quite a lot of other stuff to do. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, and the, I think three influence, because it is, the, the game has very, very few, like, just name whatever you want, go get it, tutors, yeah. right? Like, it's either you have to score an agenda or do something else, especially on the corporate side. Yeah. You have to do something crazy, but with this, it's just like, four bucks and three influence, go get whatever you want. Yeah, and I gotta say, this is the coolest target to Edward Kim. <laughs> like man, right. Ed Edward Kim lands this. It's like bam. Yep, bam. You paid three. You paid three influence for it. Uh, goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a. Uh, it can definitely be very potent. I think. I mean, I th and you know, three influence is high but well placed, and it, it can be. You know, 
maybe you just have one, right? Like mm. you don't have to have all three. It just be one, and then you just use it when you need it, and then it does it does its work. Um, yeah, it's definitely it is a bold play, but it also feels pretty potent when you need it. Yeah, I'm I, I'm looking forward. To oh, but you could put this in harpsichord and just be like, I'm gonna go get three Astros. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Just go grab the three Astros. Yeah, if it's like oh, you can find one. <laughs> sure, but I, I'm scoring two. Like, yep, I like that. Very cool. Uh, yeah, it can play around a lot. You can go get your, your all your murder cards at once. Yep. Uh, He's like, I'm gonna go grab three scorched earth. I have more credits than you do. Yeah. You want to run now? I, I'm getting all my biotics because I'm so rich now. So just right. Yeah. <laughs> three biotics. Next turn, you just score a. Uh, could you get a five? <laughs> you get it to six. You could. <laughs> right. Install advanced advancement. Yep. You could with enough money. <laughs> with enough money, enough you could just bi- score a five three out of hand. <laughs> right. Yes. Wow. Well, wow. So, guys, if you ever like, I'm, I like with Jeeves, you can score a vanity project. Oh, <laughs> that play, that play for with, like. So that so that means it. everyone making the movie is like a bioroid. Yes, <laughs> that's correct. Because God, what would it be? It'd be four, eight, twelve, and five, seventeen. <laughs> I mean, you're maybe doing it with shipping from San San, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but still, like, so it, guys, a lot of money, but also. I went from three points to the game is over now. <laughs> what a play. That's awesome. If you have a lot of money, y- you know, you could you could um you could play this as the first click and then two punitives as the second and third. There's definitely a lot of things you could do with this that are potent for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Finally. Finally, I love this card. Yep. I love this card. What's this card, Nels? It is also an alliance card. Um by default, it's Oh, sorry. It is the Mumbad Virtual Tour. Mm-hmm. It's Alliance, so by default, it costs two influence. But if you have seven or more assets in your deck, yeah. it costs zero. Because this is an upgrade. It is an upgrade. It is zero to res. It is five to trash. And if the runner accesses Mumbad Virtual Tour while, while it's, it's installed, installed yes. he or she must trash it if able. Wow. So note that it does not say pay the trash cost. So if you access this while you have an imp installed, you have to use your imp virus token to, to trash, trash this. Okay. Unless you already used imp some other time on this turn, right? Um, and then it, the it is so I was playing against someone who had a bunch of who had a bunch of these, and the thing that I found, I mean, maybe this was hypothetically playing to his strategy and he just wasn't leveraging it super well, but it's kind of thing where it's like, oh, I just made sure that I didn't access the virtual tour first. And you didn't have enough And money. I didn't have, and I only ever had like four credits or less when I got there. Okay. Um, so it wasn't that debilitating really because I'm like, well, you put this on top of another expensive asset. Well, I just trash the expensive one and I don't trash this one. <laughs> yep, okay. Um, but the fact that it forces the runner to use any of the resources they have available if possible. Sure is kind of interesting because it means like, you know, if they had those reoccurring credits on Wizard, they got to use them. If, if if you access this with two proper credits and an installed Ghost Runner, you have to use your three <laughs> credits off of Ghost Runner. <laughs> or off Net Celebrity. Sure. Um, yeah, so it, it can put the runner into a slightly weird position. So 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 I like it. Is it is it that it's just so cool? You just gotta go on the virtual tour. I guess. It's, it's like it's like oh, yeah. You're like this is so rad, so rad that I, I gotta pay to take it. I just I'm like, it doesn't tell my new Ghost Runner, but you know I just it's so cool. Yeah, Going this to tour is too it's awesome, too good. Um, like what what kind of deck would you want to put that into? I'm I'm thinking like I I I've been playing a bit a lot of Gregarn lately, right? And um, I guess like you could you it could find a place there. 
it's gonna be expensive. But the problem is, like, like you're saying, you can play around this card. Yeah, but I think that is very good in like a Gagarin, Sea Source, and Scorch setup, right? Where if they're deliberately running with low credit so they don't have to pay to trash this, they're totally in Scorch range. Cool. Yeah. If they do hit this, well, then they had to pay five to get rid of it. So now their credits are a lot lower. Probably again in Scorch range. Scorch range. Yeah. Okay. So it feels like this could actually complement. You you can definitely the one thing that this is nice is you don't have to put it on remotes, right? Yeah. So it's the kind of thing where the runners just like amassing a bunch of credits so they can hit your glacier, but they're also trying to keep you R and D locked. You just put this on R and D. So it's cost they extra have to access it. They're going to take a big hit from their credits. Maybe that gives you enough oomph you need to then make a score next turn. Blow them up from space or yeah. score or blow them up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like that. So it's. It's uh, it's it's interesting. I think the, I only played against someone who was running it once, and it like I got hit by it once. And after that, I was like, I I know how to deal with this. But it could just be that there was a there's a second half of that plan that they just weren't able to leverage yet. Right. Yeah. I actually I actually recall playing Keith while he was playing an Adam deck, and I was actually running five uh, cyber decks. Uh, oh, cybernetic um, um. Uh, areas or whatever in the right. world's plaza. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the I, Cybernetics Pavilion. Pavilion, yes, the pavilion. So I, I actually used them like I would be using this card where you'd bait it out and then he'd have to hit it and then you'd be like, ah, crap. Oh, yeah, with Adam. It basically turns every runner into safety first Adam. Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like you access it, you got to trash it. Yeah, and it was um, it's pretty it was pretty cool because like they could really, you really slow him down. Like, yeah. With like five credits, like no one wants to pay that. Man, you, ever. you can stack this together with hostile infrastructure. So they have to access it. They have to pay five credits to trash it. And then they also have to take a net damage. <laughs> that's actually that's actually adding insult to injury in a way I kind of like. Yes. Wow. <laughs> what a dig. In a way, you could like maybe force the runner to flatline themselves even. Like if they're about to access this and they only have two cards... Oh, sorry, they only have one card. You use res two hostile infrastructures. And they're like, I have to finish res it. You're like, yes, you do. What, what, what that a, tour was so cool, it, was, it took your life. <laughs> um, yeah, so in general, Southside Island has a bunch of I, cool things. I think there's a bunch of like, like, like straight just power in here. With, yeah. With G's, with, 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 with rebranding, like, man. Like, yep. It's 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 got a lot of a lot of guts. It's got a lot of teeth too with um uh Salem's hospitality. hospitality. Yeah. Yeah. Cobra. Like man. <laughs> One net damage for each fang. Yeah, that's right, guys. Um uh, yeah, it's cool. It, it'll be very interesting to see how these things show up. I, there's already like I saw a couple of these. I'm like, I know exactly what I want to do with this. Cool. Yeah, and it looks like um I, I, again it looks like they're trying to like Hammer down on IG, which is the the most unfun deck to play against, or whatever. Yeah, I'm saying uh, with 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 the with the slums yep. and whatnot. Yeah, but, so it'll it'll be it'll be cool to see where a lot of this stuff shows up. I think a lot of it will definitely make make an make an entrance, <laughs> if you will. Wow. <laughs> Full circle, good one. There we go. Perfect. Uh, well, as always. We gotta we gotta wrap this up. Don't have any mailbag questions. Time for we don't have any time for mailbag questions. Just go around, but. As always, thank you very much to our buddy, mm-hmm. Mr. Gordon McClattery, Michelle in the Pit Audio, for letting us abuse his talent and time once again. And Sundays. And Sundays. Mm-hmm. And thank you. As you all probably noticed, we're, we're drawing to a close, but it, the time is not quite over yet. Enjoy it while you can. Mr. Wesley Slover offering his rad remix re-inspiration. Um, track the intro to this a fine episode. If you want to hear any more of his music or kind of the stuff he does, whatever, you can just hit him up at... Sono Sanctus, that's S-O-N-O Sanctus.com. 
that's the that's the visuals there. No, oh, it's got cool lines. Spectral analysis software. It's got to analyze those spectrums. Yep. <laughs> for cleaning out all the mouth ticks and stuff. No. Mm. Gross. Well, you can do whatever you want. You don't want Lyme disease. You should get a specter analysis program. 